Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Ken is off today. Deborah's here, though. Hey, John. All right, so we're ready to roll here because we had something uh, that could have been horrendous. Uh, something really good happened. Uh, the uh, police uh, thwarted a possible a possible uh, uh, massacre in Hollywood. Uh, we, we've got Blake uh, Trolley on the case, and he's going to explain what went on here. This This could have been really awful. John, this could have been absolutely terrible. And I think a big part of that is just, I mean, just let me set the picture here. This man was on the 18th floor of an apartment building just off Sunset. And the park police uh, think he may have been planning to shoot down onto, so he would have been shooting down from his apartment onto this park. It's kind of a courtyard-style park off the building. So think of this as a uh, place for people in the building to get outside. It's pretty much fenced off all the way around. There's two exits, but really one main exit, and that main exit is really the size of a doorway. I'm told 15 to 20 people are usually there at a time. So if a mass shooting like the one this guy could have been uh, planning was to happen, it would have been terrible. There there are a few gardens, a few planters in the area people maybe could have taken some sort of cover behind. But based on how high up he was, he would probably be able to still shoot down onto them. And if they were to try to exit again, this would be a real funnel situation. So back to the park. The park mostly dirt with some benches. There's two narrow exits to get in and out of. There's really only one main exit. The other exit you'd have to latch open. And uh, again, not a lot of cover. So on Tuesday, uh, calls start coming in because the guy was threatening people near the building who may have been his neighbors. He was also threatening 
security guards at the the uh, front door. LAPD Lieutenant Leon Sapp says officers responded. They arrested the guy. They also got a search warrant to go inside his home. Neighbors told me during this process they were told to either stay in their units or not enter the building. Police were going door to door looking for him. The suspect was located on the 18th floor of an apartment building with uh, large windows uh, with a view, an unobstructed view of a public and uh, park downstairs. And the, uh, some of the rifles were pointed outside of the windows. So, yeah, several rifles there pointed at the window. Sapp says when officers went inside the guy's apartment, they found two assault rifles, high-capacity magazines, a sniper rifle, handguns, a shotgun, and uh, more than a 1,000 rounds of ammunition. The assault rifles are obviously illegal in the state of California. Uh, the high-capacity magazines are illegal in the state of California, and I do not believe uh, they're registered to him either. Uh, so uh, most of the, again, two, two rifles are illegal in the state of California, and the high-capacity magazines are illegal in the state of California as well, illegal to possess. This guy's been identified as Braxton Johnson. Police say he recently moved out here from the East Coast. And we're learning this was not the first time officers had made contact with the man. We're working to find out what those earlier call, uh, calls were for. But as police mentioned, again, he only recently moved in. So it's kind of concerning. He already racked up some calls. Uh, my guess would be it could have come from the neighbors. This guy who lives in the building says he knows people who are neighbors with this guy. Those people, he says, knew exactly who the suspect was when they heard the story about what was happening in their building. They had mentioned that they had, they had made complaints about him, kind of just erratic behavior, a lot of loud music. So they had complaints of the building a few times, and then they said there was some like threats made, but I, I didn't have, personally have any interaction with him. What did your neighbors exactly say? Can you maybe detail that a little bit more? They said they, you know, his direct neighbors were saying that they had like just a lot of loud music from like midnight to 6 a.m. Just, you know, so a lot of noise complaints um, and just kind of a stranger guy. But Another neighbor said uh, the guy told him he was in the military, then told him that the CIA was watching him. One dog owner says the guy made a comment about possibly sniping his dog. And back to the uh, guy who lives in the building. Yeah, he said he and his neighbors really are. They're just so shaken up by this. Yeah, it's kind of terrifying because they said he had guns lined up facing the window and you know we have a group of probably 15 20 people that are here every night with our dogs so to think that you know just going to the dog park could be a dangerous situation now it's kind of just kind of makes you realize to keep aware of like your surroundings and just kind of keep your head on a swivel and again the guy moved from the east coast police say he's being investigated for a violent crime there john we're working to figure out what that is so uh, the, the guns are arranged uh, arranged on a table Pointing yeah, he, at the windows? Did he have the windows open? You know, I don't know if the windows were open. I know he had a couple of the guns kind of up on a stand, like a gun right. stand where he would be able to shoot down on the park. And I think the real terrifying part of all this, aside from the fact that he had these high-powered guns, is people would really have nowhere to go, John. I mean, this, this park would really act as a cage in a situation like that because while there is technically a second exit, it's really not obvious. As one of the neighbors pointed out, most people wouldn't even know to go there. It has a latch door, so there would still be that delay. So everybody would really be piling up to the main well, exit it, and he'd be shooting down on them. yeah in a panic you would go for the big exit exactly you wouldn't be looking around for a for a minor exit uh did you, did you uh talk to this captain raymond i don't know how you say his name valois no, you know, I'm still working to get, a, you know, to get in touch with police on all of this uh, and find out more about, you know, what may have led up to this. And I'm also trying to figure out why they were called out to that building, because, again, they were called out. It sounds like several times on this guy's behalf. He'd only been there for a little bit. One guy said he, he saw him in the elevator wearing a bulletproof vest one day.
Yeah, it's it says in one story from Channel 4 that this guy threatened a security man at the front door, and then they they made a mental illness call to the police. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was the initial call, is that he, he threatened a security guard, and he also had threatened some people outside the building. And for what neighbors tell me around the building, it sounds like he may have threatened people who live inside the building. I wonder what the nature of the threats were. If he yeah, That's all stuff we're still trying to figure out. Yeah, I put multiple calls into the uh, LAPD's Hollywood station to just try to figure out exactly, you know, what he was saying, I mean, again, you know, the, the person who had talked about the fact that he made some off comment about possibly sniping his dog is all, very concerning. Yeah, that, that's and, a that's that's always a bad sign when, yeah. when they go after animals or threaten to go after animals. All right. Well, listen, if you find anything else out this afternoon, uh, let us know. All right. We'll put you back on. All right. Thanks. All right. Uh, it's Blake Trolley, KFI News. And, you know, the uh, there's always. Uh, two weeks worth of attention when a when a shooting actually occurs, but when the police thwart one, it gets about five minutes of attention. And uh, I mean, they ha- they found in Braxton Johnson's apartment uh, bulletproof vests, a thousand rounds of ammunition, several types of weapon weapons, high powered rifles, and um, a, a bolt action rifle could easily reach a half a mile if fired. So if he was a sharpshooter, he easily could have taken out a lot of people in that courtyard park. The apartment has floor-to-ceiling windows. And you can see Hollywood Boulevard, the Capitol Records building, the 101 freeway. So he had, he had a lot to shoot at there. And uh, the about the and by the way, some some of the weapons he had were illegal. So I don't know how it happened, but it looks like those 100-plus gun control laws didn't keep uh, Braxton Johnson from having illegal rifles in his apartment and coming this close to massacring uh, probably uh, a couple of dozen people at least, depending on the time that he decided to shoot. When when we come back, uh, we'll talk about all the gun laws we have in the state because the New York Times had a story that says California has more than 100 gun laws. Why don't they stop more mass shootings? Hmm. Why do you think that is? Uh, Also, uh, when we come back, we've got uh, cash giveaway. Got $1,000. So listen for the keyword. I'm going to give it to you right after the news and uh, our commercial break. And also, we've got some room at the Moist Line. There is vacancy at the Moist Line. So uh, what's the number? 877-MOIST-86? Right. 877-MOIST-86. So call that and, uh, uh, you know, unleash all your fury and anger at the world here on KFI. John and Ken show. Uh, Ken is off today. And uh, we're on from 1 to 4, as you may have noticed. And then after 4, you can hear us on the podcast at the iHeartRadio app or at KFIAM640.com. We just uh, finished up last segment with Blake Trolley, uh, LAPD. They stopped what could have been uh, 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 an impending massacre in Hollywood at an apartment. This guy named Braxton Johnson, 24 years old, here from the East Coast, where there's some investigation into a violent crime he may have committed there. Braxton Johnson came here, and he had an 18th-floor apartment, floor-to-ceiling windows, and they found um, high-powered rifles, a 1,000 rounds of ammunition, bulletproof vests, and rifles pointed at the window... Uh, right below him, easy shooting distance, there was a uh, 
a courtyard park that uh, you can have uh, a couple of dozen people normally using, depending on the time of day, with one exit. And uh, this guy is nuts, and he had made threats to various people, including a security guard down near the front door. Somebody in security called the police, and they actually showed up. They just didn't dismiss it as a homeless crank. They came, and according to uh, Captain Raymond Valois, uh, it was a possible male with mental illness call. And then when they eventually got into the apartment, they found enough weapons that Valois said, I absolutely believe they prevented a mass shooting. It was just a matter of time before this suspect may have started shooting out of the apartment. Now, one of the, some of these some of these rifles are are illegal, uh, which uh, ties into an article in the New York Times today, and I, I know this is going to be hard to understand, but we have over one hundred gun laws, and which is fine. You can pass all the gun laws you want. I, I, I'm ne- never owned a gun. I'm not part of gun culture. Fired a gun once. Actually, it was on the air for a stunt when we went to a uh, shooting range. So I'm not, I'm not I'm not a gun guy, but when I look at what politicians prattle on about, and Newsom has been preening, including this week about passing anti-gun laws, uh, you have to ask, well, do they work? And even the New York Times, which is normally lost in Wokeland these days, says California has more than a hundred gun laws. Why don't they stop more mass shootings? Right. Because we had the dance hall shooting, followed by the mushroom farm shooting, and then the uh, rap party shooting, which the El Segundo Times still doesn't want to do much reporting on. Uh, And now you have this guy. God knows how many people he could have killed in Hollywood. He's got a 1,000 rounds of ammunition. So, you know, it makes you smack yourself in the head. How could this be? They passed 100 uh, gun laws. And, of course, if you're a thinking person and not an emotional uh, member of a political cult, you know that it's impossible to stop people from possessing guns, whether they're legal or illegal. Uh, For one thing, all the guns that were legal before they were were declared illegal still exist. And often it's legal to still possess them. They're grandfathered in. Now, people who give up their guns because they're illegal, well, they end up being owned by somebody else somewhere. And uh, since we have uh, open borders, not only within the United States, but in Mexico as well, God knows how many thousands of guns cross California lines, you know, every year. It's impossible to know. But the the state with the most gun laws out of all 50, California. And uh, now... After a whole run of gun uh, shootings just in the last uh, week or two, um, you know, New York Times is looking into this like, gee, how did this happen? Well, let's talk about the uh, the dance studio and the mushroom farm. Ah, both men appeared to have been in the throes of a mental health crisis. Wow. Well, you know, they should make mental health crises illegal. How about that? They ought to just ban mental health issues. Like this guy in Hollywood today. He had a mental health issue. That's why they went to uh, to see him, because the security guard said he was acting uh, nutty and making threats. Well, 
banning mental health issues would be just as effective as banning guns, wouldn't it? You can't do it. The gun still exists. The mental health problem still exists. Uh, the, the, the two old guys who did the shooting both had highly regulated weapons that cannot be legally acquired in California without numerous safeguards. And again, we're talking about mushroom farm killer and dance hall killer. Wow. Look at that. Their weapons highly regulated. Numerous safeguards cannot be acquired legally otherwise. Um, but both slipped through the public safety and health regulations that California imposes. Hmm. Imagine that. Imagine people getting around regulations. The gun in Monterey Park at the dance hall shooting was a Cobra M11 slash 9 semi-automatic pistol. Again, I don't know this stuff. But it had a 30-round magazine and a homemade silencer. Well, that's all that's illegal. Can't buy it, can't sell it in California. This goes back to the 1970s and 80s. It's considered an assault weapon. Uh, it had a threaded barrel, an illegal suppressor. In fact, the guy was making his own suppressors. Uh, and, and again, used to be known as a silencer. So you don't hear the, the bang. Um, but uh, in 1999, Tran uh, purchased the weapon in Monterey Park. Uh, they stopped selling these guns at licensed retailers decades ago. Well, that doesn't mean... See, the people who go to the licensed retailers, they're not the danger. <laughs> it's the people who are buying guns on the black market that can't be controlled. And and there's tons of guns coming over the Mexican border, but nobody seems to care about that. Uh, and, and, and a lot of this stuff has been banned since 2000. Um and, you know, this story goes on and on because uh, everybody's frustrated they, 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 because they can't control the world. They See, what you do is you take crazy people and evil people and you put them away in either a mental institution or a prison. See, nobody can kill from inside a – nobody can kill with a gun from inside a mental institution nor a prison. Um, Tran had been arrested in 1990 for unlawful possession of a firearm. It's unclear if he was ever convicted. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, really, it's unclear? This story's two weeks old and they don't know if a guy was convicted? What? It's, it's amazing how little information newspapers are able to get from public records. Shouldn't that be easily accessible? Shouldn't there be a database online that lists the name of everybody who's ever been convicted of anything? Um, uh, in Half Moon Bay... Uh, the guy who shot up the, the people at the mushroom farm uh, had a temporary restraining order against him because he threatened to kill someone and tried to suffocate him. Uh, but he had legally bought a semi-automatic weapon two years ago in California, and eventually the restraining order expired in July of 2013. We have red flag laws that allow police and family and employees and employers and co-workers to petition a court for a gun violence restraining order, but they're not used very much. Uh, so if people don't use them, you uh, you can't get guns taken away. And one more thing, victims of mass shootings make up about 1% of overall gun deaths in the United States. It gets all the headlines. I mean, I think, uh, I think the LA Times is up to 19%. 19 stories or so on uh, the Monterey Park shooting. But you could add up all the mass shootings that you've ever heard of, and that's 1%. The other 99% is not discussed. 
because there's there's much more interest in these random attacks than there is the day-to-day carnage, which, again, you you can't stop anyway. And, I, I you know, that's the point. It's another thing we're going to get into later um, with, uh, with like, Karen Bass and her Inside Safe program that got publicity now for, what, about six, seven weeks? Uh, the gun laws aren't working. Are, is her uh, homeless program working? I mean, she's been in office 50 days. In fact, LA Magazine did a 50-day study of uh, what she's done so far, and it was a pretty thin, pretty slim pickings there. So we'll get to that coming up next on the John and Ken Show, KFI. Karen Bass has been in office uh, 50 days. Karen Bassetti, as we like to call her here, because uh, so far her f- first 50 days has been indistinguishable from Garcetti's last 50 days. And it's time for the, uh, the suck-up brigade, these people who pass as local journalists, uh, to start uh, polishing up uh, Karen Bass uh, to find the bright side of the last 50 days where practically nothing's been done, especially on homelessness, uh, with a couple of small exceptions. Uh, John Regardi writes for LA Magazine, seven takeaways from Karen Bass's first 50 days. And I'm thinking, wow, seven takeaways? There's seven matters that are worth discussing, according to this character? All right, well, let's see here. Number one, she's good at branding. Hmm. Let's look further. Uh, During her inauguration speech in the Microsoft Theater, Bass uttered the phrase, lock arms multiple times. In other words, she wants to get uh, different agencies to lock arms to fight homelessness. Hmm. And apparently this phrase has spread, according to LA Magazine. The uh, new head of Lhasa used the phrase. And so did the uh, inept county supervisor Janice Hahn. She also used lock arms. Oh, so a memo must have been sent out. We're all going to lock arms. Um, he writes, it may seem trivial. Well, yeah, but branding matters. No, all that matters is, I think we've all heard plenty of slogans. Just get the vagrants off the streets immediately. I mean, you could use that as a slogan. Vagrants off the streets. That that sounds catchy if you follow through. Um, then uh, he says the, uh, the coalition thing is real. You know, she keeps promising she's going to get all these agencies and the county board, the city council all on the same page. Uh, okay. First of all, that's their job. All these people have jobs, and one of them right now is to get the vagrants off the streets. So this idea, she built a coalition. Everyone's on the same page. That's what they're paid for. This is not some kind of a superpower, but again, what's the result? We'll get to the bottom line in just a moment. She is open to more than permanent housing. Uh, Bass, like our city before her, knows the city needs hundreds of thousands of new residential units. Really? And who's paying for that at $800,000 a pop? Hundreds of thousands? Why do we need hundreds of thousands? We only have 40,000 homeless, which is overwhelming. We're supposed to build hundreds of thousands of units? 
the city can barely build any, partly because of all their own bureaucracy and red tape and stupid rules. Um, and but but Bass is willing to is willing to uh, you know give them temporary shelter, um, hotels, motels. Now, we get to the bottom line here. We've had fifty days of speeches and slogans, fifty days of photo ops, inside safe. You know how many people Karen Bass has gotten off the street? One hundred and twenty. 120 vagrants have been removed from the street. I think most of them in Tracy Park's district, because Tracy Park's the only council person who seems to be interested in uh, cooperating to be part of the coalition. 120. We've got 42,000 people living in their own waste in the streets. And Karen Bass got 120 off in 50 days. So that's an average of a little more than two a day. Which means, you know, at this rate, she'll have about 3,000 off the streets in four years. And, of course, they'll all be replaced by all the bus loads and train loads that arrive in the city every day. So I don't know how two a day gets you anywhere. Um. He does say that people are starting to question if uh, Rick Caruso had become mayor, would we have a lot more than two people a day off the streets? Yeah, well, I can't uh, predict what would have happened in an alternate universe, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah, Rick Caruso probably would have gotten more than two people a day off the streets. And by the way, you notice at least LA Magazine is, is doing a count. The LA Times doesn't touch this. They don't they don't talk about Bass's failure so far to do anything productive. Nor do they cover uh shooting sprees at rap parties. Um and then uh, uh she write uh, this guy writes John Regardi that she is a kind of a mystery. We are seeing a lot of Bass, but does the public really feel they know her personally? Or have a strong sense of what is important to her beyond politics? I don't think so. Uh, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. And she is likable, which counts. Well, no, I, it, it doesn't matter if she's likable in it or not. It matters if uh, she gets the job done. En- enough with this likable business. I realize that's the number one reason people vote. And that's why we have so many awful politicians. And we have so many intractable problems. Is because you don't use your intelligence and look at what somebody has done and is capable of doing on a particular issue. It's like, oh, I don't know. I just like her smile. She seems really nice. She's getting two homeless off the streets a day. And this is from LA Magazine, by the way, which is pretty far out in progressive land. And they can only find two people a day taken off the streets. Um, let's see. Another uh, quality she has, she seems to understand leadership. Um, and it's about all the speeches that she has made, all the public statements she has made. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, we had plenty of uh, we had plenty of gas coming out of Garcetti's mouth too. Newsom is constantly spewing nonsense. Nobody wants to hear any of these people talk. They don't really have anything to say. 
All of them have allowed tens of thousands of people to pile up on the streets. Ten, tens of thousands of bodies to pile up on the street. And let's see, we've got 2,000 people uh, dying a year in Los Angeles. In fact, we have more people dying on the streets of Los Angeles every day than she is moving into shelter. Right? Because I think, if I remember, we have now about five people a day dying on the streets of L.A. And she removes two people a day. I don't know. Is she counting the uh, the people who are deceased? Does she include that in her uh, removal statistics? In fact, I think there's a stretch in Sherman Oaks where four people have died in, in just the last couple of weeks. I, I just like a one block area. All right, we got more coming up on the John and Ken show. There's a vacancies on the Moist line for this week, 877-MOIST-86, 877-MOIST-86. Uh, coming up after 2 o'clock. Hey, how did I do with it? Oh, here it is. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. I just forget the word. Uh-huh. Do you remember the Echo Park Lake vagrant situation where 200 people were kicked out of the park? Disgusting encampment. And you had insane activists terrorizing the neighbors because they were so allegedly angry over this. Well, they put up a chain link fence around Echo Park Lake. uh, But the old city councilman, uh, the cruise ship dancer, Mitch O'Farrell, is gone. And now they have this this, uh, communist guy who's the councilman, Hugo Soto Martinez. And he wants the chain link fence taken down. And then what's going to happen? Well... There's all kinds of rhetoric. He's very unhappy that the unhoused have been, uh, their their little encampments have been disrupted. So, boy, you're you're in for hard times in Echo Park Lake because of the nut you elected. We'll explain all this coming up. John and Ken show KFI. City councilman was Mitch O'Farrell, better known as the cruise ship dancer because that's what he used to be. Uh, Not very bright, but, you know, he was running for re-election and he thought, wow, everybody's mad at me. I better get the homeless people out of the park. Which he did, and then he lost anyway. And what replaced him was this councilman, Hugo Soto Martinez. Now, you may, you may think, and I understand why you think, is that our show is just full of hyperbole, right? Call people names. It's, it's just a lot of hyperbole and exaggeration. And I understand why you might think that, but it's not true. If we call somebody a socialist or a communist, it's because they actually are where they have beliefs which line up very closely. And one guy that we've told you about is now the new councilman, Hugo Soto Martinez. Now, Hugo Soto Martinez is a member of the Democratic Socialists of America. Well, they could drop the word democratic. They are, it's a socialist organization. In fact, they say so. Um, if you go on their website, when he was running for office... They put out an announcement saying, DSALA endorses our chapter comrade, Hugo Soto Martinez. See, they're embracing the, the communist terms, our comrade. Because Hugo is a socialist, a union organizer, and he's fighting to make Los, An- uh, Los Angeles for all to accelerate the leftward shift in Los Angeles city politics. Uh, to elect a longtime socialist union organizer to activate hundreds of our members in a diverse renter-heavy district 
And DSALA is running a socialist election campaign to support him. Uh, we want to bring more socialists together to tax the rich and build a Los Angeles for everyone. Well, that includes homeless people, which is why the Democratic Socialists of America uh, get so violent in their protection of homeless people. It's funny that so many of the activists are rich kids, but, you know, that's some weird pathology that I don't have time to get into right now. I don't really understand it. Uh, Christopher Rufo is a writer that we've had on frequently, and we had him on when Seattle was falling apart several years ago. And he wrote about these groups. And Christopher Rufo has said that Antifa is the paramilitary wing of the Democratic Socialists of America, which now has three candidates, not three candidates, has three council people as part of the L.A. City Council. So it's not Republicans, Democrats anymore. It's Democrats and Democratic Socialists of America. There's three of them on the council. One of them, Hugo Soto Martinez. Mike Bonin's office was filled with this crowd as well. Uh, he might as well have been a member, even though he wasn't officially. And this is all a lead-up to telling you that Hugo Soto Martinez says that a chain-link fence, which is surrounding Echo Park Lake, is going to be removed. This is what the city put up after they took out 200 people who were living in these disgusting encampments and terrorizing the neighborhood. Because Soto Martinez says we will take down the fence and we'll take painstaking care to do it right with more transparency. Transparency. So that the city can see once and for all that the criminalization and segregation, that criminalization and segregation don't solve homelessness. I see. So getting homelessness, homeless people out of the park is considered segregation now. They have a civil right to live with uh, the parents and children playing in the playground. Hmm. This is how extreme and how nuts he is. Uh, Nithya Raman is another one. And, of course, you've seen what she allows. She allows homeless people, criminals, gun runners, gang, gang members who sell guns to live in tents directly in front of, a, of schools in Los Feliz. So this is like the worst form of anarchy. And that's what the DSA is, is they're anarchists. Hence their connection to Antifa. Antifa is the group that'll set fires, destroy buildings. They have the weapons. The DSA is the legislative wing of this anarchist movement. And everything is about destabilizing and undermining our peaceful way of life. America is illegitimate. Capitalism is illegitimate. Owning property is illegitimate. These were all the tenets of the communists in Russia. These are the tenets of the communist government in Cuba. And they somehow have gotten a foothold here in, in certain districts. So now Echo Park Lake is up for grabs again. The police had arrested 180 people. Uh... And the L.A. Daily News points out, including journalists. And that's a no-no. Uh, they got, a, you know, a lot of some homeless people, a lot of activists. There was, you know, a, an attempted riot, basically, by the activists. Uh, Soto Martinez said it was a violent displacement of unhoused individuals and peaceful protesters. The thing is, 
the city, and you know, this is this is Dopey Mitchell Farrell and Dopey Garcetti. They removed 183 people in the encampments. Only 17 of them got long-term housing. This is according to a report by UCLA. So all that hubbub, all the billions of dollars that we put in, finally shut down a park, removed nearly 200 people, and only 17 of them get long-term housing. I don't know where all the the other 167 people are, but... um, Anyway, the fence is going to come down, and now what? And with the left-wing media, I mean, City News Service, which I'm I'm sure is filled with uh, uh, supportive socialists, say that the the protesters um, blasted the city for forcing the homeless residents out of an area that had grown into a supportive community during the pandemic, including a vegetable garden, working showers, and a shared kitchen. So apparently if you plant a vegetable garden in a public park, you're free to run around naked, snort meth, inject uh, fentanyl, commit uh, illegal sex acts. Yeah, I mean, you know how many sex molesters they, they find in, the, in these uh, homeless encampments? You know how many guys they find with, with violent records? I mean, how many drug addicts? How many mentally ill people? But, hey, if you, if you plant a vegetable garden, hey, all is forgiven. Cool. Just get, keep there. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Squat in the sandbox. Do what you want. Don't worry about the kids and the mothers trying to enjoy the afternoon. You planted a vegetable garden, therefore you're noble. Anyway, that's Hugo Soto Martinez. Uh, he's now going to uh, help destroy for a second time Echo Park Lake unless somebody stops him. And there is somebody very upset about this, and we're going to talk to him next. His name is Riley Montgomery. He's a resident. He was with us uh, almost two years ago to talk about the mayhem that was going on in the park when they finally closed it. And uh, Riley's not happy about uh, part two, the sequel, uh, The Vagrant's Return. And we will discuss things with him in just a few minutes. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency, where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. 
Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.